Father, we are grateful to you for our gathering to you this hour. When you graciously are coming our way with understanding of the victory we have attained through Christ's resurrection. Lord, our humble prayer is that this will be a reality and that men will miss faith with your word and allow you to work through us because of this victory. Therefore, give me utterance and be glorified in your way. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everyone said, Praise the Lord. We thank God. Christ is raising. Oh, would it be very sharper than this? Christ is raising. For the last time, Christ is raising. Amen. Matthew chapter 27, verse number 50 to 54. The Bible says, And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth quaked and the rocks were split. And the graves were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Shout a big amen. My God. Somebody falls into the grave and many others were raised. Hallelujah. And coming out of the grave after his resurrection, they went into holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. Amen. This morning, In this short moment that we have, we want your faith to rise in this beautiful work that has been done in Christ Jesus for us. So we will maintain and walk in this precious victory that we have. Now my heart desire, honestly, and prayer is that We will not only hear this word, but it will establish in our hearts. And we will walk in it as people who really know their God. Hallelujah. And so the title of my message this morning is, The Resurrection of Christ is the Settlement of Our Faith. The Resurrection of Christ is the Settlement of Our Faith. Anybody can say whatever they want. They can say they are free. But the truth is that the dead arose. Praise the Lord. Now, a very important something I would like for you to bring your attention to is this. 
with all what was happening on that Friday, and with all that we heard in the course of the week, something wonderful took place. When Jesus cried again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit, in other words, Kojoto at this time, then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The people of Israel, in those days, in the days of Jesus, the magnificent building had this huge, huge curtain at the altar. And it was impossible in those days for you to say, I am coming to church. And you sit anyhow. No, you come closer anyhow. No. So for the people of Israel in those days, they taught and knew and believed that God was behind the curtains. Nobody knew what was behind the curtains. It remained a mystery to them. But at Calvary, not even in the temple, when Jesus gave up the ghost and said, I'm dead now, immediately. No man orchestrated that, but the, the curtain torn, very heavy curtain, torn into two. Blessed be Jesus. I have been trying to figure out whether there was a worship going on. I've been trying to, you know, you know, it's, it's nice. I mean, we thank God for we being the children of God and thank God that we can ask anything from our Father. Lord, what was the atmosphere like? But the issue is that what was behind the curtains were exposed. Praise the Lord. What does it mean to our lives? When Satan deceived man and man surrendered to his ways of doing things, he consolidated himself strongly in man. And when Jesus died, there was no more consolidation. The curtain and the closeness that Satan has done to man, for which reason man could not be open about anything. That veil was torn. And today, those who have found themselves in Christ Jesus... They are not ashamed to tell the truth. Praise the Lord. The veil of the temple. We are the temple of the living God. The veil of the temple has been broken. And now we are exposed. No child of God should walk with any 
suspicions or hidden agenda, you are free to live your normal life in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. The earthquake, some strongholds in our minds. And if Satan said something, all we did was to marshal up and just do it. That is all. We were by nature children of disobedience. We did evil continually. But all those strongholds, they were splitted. The rocks in our hearts and in our mind were broken. It took only the death of Jesus Christ. Would you shout a big amen? Verse number 52, and this is my exciting time. The graves, people who were dead for many years, but believed God in the days when they were living in the earth. Families have buried them. Their tombs were engraved. Mr. and Mrs. Jehu, Jehoshaphat, John, so, so, and so. And the grave of these people popped open. And many bodies. You know, can you sit and imagine what could be happening in the cemetery? Many bodies. Their graves were so rocked with the power that raised Jesus from the tomb. And rotten bones. In the Old Testament Bible talks about where these dry bones live. In the New Testament, the dry bones live. Hallelujah! My God. Dry bones came together. In the New Testament. And sinews came on them. And those people became alive like you and I. Celebrating around in the cemetery. Took steps. Remember that I used to live on 14th Levite Avenue. And so they walk to their family houses. People in their homes were already confused. What is happening in our country? And all of a sudden, they see some old man who appears in glory and says, Do you know me? To the grandchildren, do you know me? says, who are you? The surname that you bear was taken from me. I am your grandfather. I was dead in the tomb. But my Lord Jesus, who went about in your street preaching, they crucified him. And he came to meet me there. And when he resurrected, he told me, let's get up. 
Hallelujah! You know something? I'm only praying that God will give you revelation about what has happened. For which reason we are celebrating. Then they said, so you are grandpa. Are you the one who had that farm and gave it to our father? And our father gave it to us and we are eating from it. He says, I am the one. So does that mean that the chair that we are sitting on, you are the one who provided? He said, that is me. There was such a jubilation in the house. Praise Jesus! I am just, brother Fred, can you imagine many bodies? Let me tell you something. You see, if you don't believe, I don't know what to say to you. God did all of this evidently so that man will have no doubt that something had happened. God deliberately, if these things were not so, may I say to you, our faith would have been in vain. There wouldn't have been any need to sit in church because Jesus would have died like anybody, like Muhammad died and didn't resurrect, like Hindu died and didn't resurrect, Shinto died and didn't resurrect. No, all the famous people, Chairman Mao died and didn't resurrect. My Lord Jesus Christ died and resurrected on the third day. And many people from the tomb came out as a witness. As a witness that somebody who has power has died and resurrected. Ah, I am too happy to be a child of God. I am too glad to be a child of God. I am too excited to follow this way because I know I will see him. Listen. The grave. Cemetery is not a pleasant place. Even for pastors. When you go to cemetery, you are burying people and when you are coming, you want to get out of the place. But this time, Life has come to cemetery. Kodabaite. See, this is why I'm not afraid. I am not afraid of nothing. Because the man who has power over death is in here. Praise the Lord. This morning, I, you don't know the prayer I'm talking, but you don't know the prayer I'm praying for you and for me. That this light will shine somehow in your heart. That with the resurrection, with the resurrection, Koyoto, matters have settled. You were a child of God and you must go this way. Praise the Lord. Now, when these people who were falling had risen up in the verse 53 and coming out of the grave, after his resurrection, when he popped up and they followed and now listen to this, what I was telling you. They, were, they, they went into the holy city, appeared to many. They went into the holy. So you see, from different accounts, when those people who were shaking, we will come to that shortly, maybe 54, let's add it to this. And when the centurion and those with him 
who were guiding Jesus, supposed to be alive to be guiding Jesus, saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly. They feared. Soldiers feared. Saying, truly, this one is the Son of God. Shout a big amen. And bless the name of the Lord with all that you have. Truly, truly, that statement is something to me. Truly, you see, these people at this particular time, nobody has said anything to them, they did not believe. They have, in fact, before they took him to the tomb, they had a meeting and they said that. Let's ask that a mighty stone will be rolled and will be kept at the door of the tomb in such a manner that his disciples, even if they want to get in to go and steal the body, they will not get it. They will not have the might. So you will see that Mary Magdalene and the rest of the sisters, when they got up and they were going to the tomb to anoint the body to preserve it, on the way, the discussion was that, so when we go to the tomb, who is going to help us to roll the stone away? Because this kind of stone that they got permission from Pilate, and they got all the caterpillars to carry this stone to. How are we going to get there? By the time they got there, the Son of God was not there. Praise the Lord! I have a reason to shout my head off. I have a reason to, 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 to cry in joy. I have a reason to rejoice. I have a reason. Listen to me, child of God. If you have believed in Jesus, I want you to know don't toil with it. Don't play with it. Because this man who died, resurrected. He's not in the tomb. He's not in the tomb. It's not possible. And that is actually the seal. Of our salvation. Look at that. This time nobody has said to them. Nobody has said to them. That he was from their own mouth. Shaking. Couldn't help. They said to one another. This work that they have given to us to do. Listen. These people they are playing with fire. Truly. From what we have witnessed, he is the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And what does it mean to you? What does this statement bring to you? This morning, I told the Lord, I said, I beg you, would you shut through the hearts of people so that, Lord, they will miss faith with what you have done, in a manner that they will not like at this, like at this to serve you, but they will serve you in the spirit, in a manner knowing that there is power that raised you from the tomb, and that power has been bequeathed to them, and everyone who has faith in this can walk in that power. Praise the Lord. 
You know, if we will leave this faith, now listen to me, if we will leave this faith, if we will leave it, if we will believe it, if we will walk like this, we will see the glory of God. We have had too much, but who you are in Christ is something you should not toil with. What does it mean to you now? Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse number 10 to 14. Romans chapter 8, verse number 10 to... Listen to this. And then allow the quickening spirit of God to jam your heart. The Bible said, and if Christ is in you... Ha! And if Christ is in you... The body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is alive because of righteousness. Ah! If Christ is in you, the body, listen to this. You see, when Satan had the opportunity by causing us to disobey God, and he took his residence, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. He took his residence. You know, maybe you you'd never experienced it. Maybe you did not. But I want to tell you something. When I was not born again and I was a religious boy going to church, car, unless the idea doesn't come, as soon as an idea comes to my head, it will be executed. No matter the idea, whether it is good or bad. That's why I could do anything. I saw my father drinking. The idea was that you could also drink. I could, into, I could get intoxicated very, very well. I could do anything. Oh, What? There was a play in my area called Tete. I don't know what that means. The Fanti people in Fanti Newtown, they had this, they would play band. They would pass through all the family houses. And it's as if the devil was standing at the gate of, at the door of every house, pulling every young man out, every young woman out. And we will follow this from Fantinue Town to Asafo to Amakum. We will walk in the night and then we will play and many people will join us. And when we have finished, then we end at, at Wawa Semamia U.S. house and then they will lock the door. And Satan will rule forevermore. Sometimes till about 4 a.m. And you can imagine what could happen there. Ah! Unless the idea never came. But when the Son of God came, you see, then in those days when Satan was ruling, are you listening to me? Carefully. When he was ruling, he injected everything into this body. So when Jesus came into my life and drove him out, this body has already been affected. And so now there is a new man 
But this body doesn't agree with him. The new man says, get up to pray. He says, I want to sleep small. The new man says, let's go to church. He says, we can't go to church. Today you can rest a bit. Anything that the new man said, he counterreacted it. And I was struggling. But when Jesus resurrected, he said, something you can do. Put him to death. And allow the new man, if you allow him to operate, if you allow him to operate, you will be walking in righteousness. Many believers who have not known this are still struggling. You are a child of God. The power has been broken. Do not allow the body to lead. Allow the spirit to lead. And you will see the victory of the Son of God. And let me confirm this to you by scripture. Philemon chapter one, it's only one chapter. Get into the book of Revelations, verse 6. This is why I want you to acknowledge this morning as you are sitting down. The Bible says that the sharing of your faith may become effective by, by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in Christ Jesus in you. Wow! If you acknowledge what Jesus has done, that he is victorious and he has won the battery, you will be effective. You will be effective. If only you will acknowledge. The problem Christians have is as simple as they do not acknowledge all the good things that Christ has done to have set them to be able to do this think that in the old King James system, the communication of your faith becomes effectual by acknowledging everything which is, ah, that the, com the communication of your faith becomes effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Brother, when the Son of God died and you received him, when he came into your life, there are good things in you. You must acknowledge them in the name of Jesus. Many, many years ago, we, I think it must have been outreach or visit or something. I wanted to test my faith. I was walking with Reverend Sir down on this street up like that. We were going, chatting. And then all of a sudden we saw that anybody who was ahead of us was who was going would begin to divert like this or would divert like that would divert like this and so for a quick glance I asked myself why only to see that there was a furious mad man coming coming so as soon as I saw him come and I said, ah, so this must have been the reason why they were running off. So what do I do? 
Immediately the scripture flashed in my heart. He who is in us is greater than the world. Please listen to me carefully. I'm not saying this thing to... I want you to understand when you acknowledge every good thing that Christ Jesus has done, the victory that you would have. I just wanted to test that small. So I, I boldly said in my heart, I am not going to give up. So we are going to... And it, it was on my path. Eh? He was coming direct. As we were getting closer, <laughs> as we were getting closer, you can imagine what will be happening. At was we were getting closer. No, honestly, for me, I said, what is in me is bigger. So I was not, I was not moving the least. So as we were getting closer, then the guy did this. I said, it's a wuzeh. It's a wuzeh. Power past power. Praise the name of Jesus. You see, and God gave me that experience only for me to see that, that who, he who is in me is far greater than he who is in the world. And so from that moment, I don't fear anything. Oh, I don't fear. Listen, one of the things that Satan would do is to let you set limits. When, 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 when you fear, you set limits. I'm not saying everybody has to be like me. If you like, take the word of God and let it work for you. Praise the Lord. If you think you cannot, that doesn't mean you won't go to heaven. You just prepare yourself and say, Akweyo obey. It's also fine. Praise the Lord. But that was when I saw that if you will acknowledge every good thing which is in you by the Son of God, you will see the glory of God. And he switched to the Romans. So now we see Romans, thank you. See, but if the Spirit of Him, hear this, but if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through His Spirit who dwells in you. Hallelujah! When you acknowledge that there is a dwelling Spirit of God in your spirit, and whatever he tells you, you are ready to obey a child of God. You are in victory already. See, let me tell you how we can practicalize this. Don't just get up to do things. Anytime anything is happening, discussion, want to know your mind, what to do, please acknowledge that there is someone inside of you and say these few things. What would you have me to do? I am not perfect in this, but I can tell you that since I got this understanding and I keep asking, I have seen God leading my life. Sometimes I meet very... You see, there are things you can't say in public. I meet too many things now. Maybe because of some of the things I have said. People have had faith in God. 
And now people are opening up. And when I meet situations and sometimes the things they will say, hey, naturally I would have said, but spiritually I will say, Lord, in le noko, sani o, hand me something. Oh, tell me something or say something. You will get it. Hallelujah. I will say, Lord, I don't understand this. I don't know. Would you please help us to find what we ought to do? Anytime a child of God, I said that to the spirit man, ah, he has a way of doing it. Sometimes I may not know anything. Something may pop up out of my mouth without being conscious. And that will point to the direction. And when we pray, chicken up. It comes to an end. So I want us to know, brethren, if we will acknowledge the spirit, but the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Listen, listen, what I want you to have in this resurrection day, the spirit that dwells in, that raised Jesus from the tomb lives in you. I beg you, let's switch to this life and let the, de- the body be dead with every desire and let's open up and allow God to help us. I'm not... We are all growing in this matter. And I want you to know that it is beca- it, it, life will become so beautiful and great. He will quicken your mortal body. Because he lives in you. And then verse number 12. Therefore, brethren, by the reason of his death and resurrection... We are not debtors to live for the flesh. See, that's why he says that, therefore, brethren, we are not debtors not to live, uh, not to the flesh, but to live according to, uh, sorry, not to live to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. We don't have to. Every child of God must become spiritual and spirit-led person in this place in the name of Jesus. And verse number 13 says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the Spirit and put to death, you put to death, that shut up. You will not operate. And allow the Spirit to operate. Huh. Put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Please desire to live by the Spirit. And this verse is what is turning everything upside down. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. There should not be any part of your life which is driven by your mind. No decision should be based on how you feel. 
no steps should be like if I do it, okay, I will no. They should be spirit led. So that if God says, Wake up, son, and the flesh said, um, You are tired. You say, Shut up. And you lift your flesh and say, Be obedient. And you obey. Now, the whole Christianity, our biggest challenge now is how to be obedient to the Spirit of God. That's why the resurrection is important. If I may say to you right now, before we come to the communion table, this is what has given us that guarantee. If Jesus had not risen from the dead, if Jesus were not lifted up, if Jesus had not, we would have been ordinary people. We are no longer ordinary people. We are people who have been graced with the Spirit of God. Can you imagine God speaking from up and saying, Dennis, my spirit is in you. I gave him to you that he may lead you. When are you going to learn to listen to him? Why have you allowed him to be dormant in your life? What is wrong with you, my son? He is there. You are not contacting him. He is there, he is speaking, but you are allowing your flesh to dictate. Minikra, what do you want me to do? Minikra, I'm a fable. What do you want me to do? You want me to help you. You are crying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. But I have deposited my spirit into you. That he may help you to make decisions that are according to my word. According to my will for your life. According to how I want to lead you. But you are, you are not helping. You are just saying, okay, I know how to do. What do you think God will be going through? And so in this resurrection Sunday morning, God is saying, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. He will lead you in all truth. He will guide you by his word. He will speak to your heart. Don't struggle to make decisions. Don't be too anxious and quickly act in your flesh and fight everything. Don't. Just leave it with God. If you are not sure, by God's grace, by God's grace. I wouldn't say we are perfect, but if I'm not sure about anything, I just don't do it. Sure, the world will not bang. I am not sure. I don't know. Then I will say, Lord, what do you say? You see, the work with God is such that sometimes you can say, Lord, what do you say? And he will not say anything. 
And if God doesn't say anything, you see, you remember Jesus said something. He said, as I hear, so I do. So, if God doesn't say, then he too is relaxed. May that spirit sweep over you in the name of Jesus. My judgment is excellent. Why? Because as I hear from the Father, so I judge. Today I pray in the name of Jesus as we come to the table. You know, brother, let me tell you something. My heart desire and prayer for this church continuously that every one of us who say I'm a member of this community that God has placed me in, there is only one thing I'm asking God for you, that he will lead you by his spirit. And that you may hear. That's all. I just sense I could preach more, but I will drop it. But I want you to stand for one minute. You're going to ask God, before we come to the table of the Lord, if you permit me, you're going to say, Lord, this seems to be emphasized continually. You are emphasizing that your spirit will lead me. You are, you, are, you, are, you are talking every day that your spirit will lead me. Lord, I surrender. I pray that anxiety and all these things that have caused me not to hear, I pray, Lord, that you will break it in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, you will lose me. I pray, Lord, you will set your fire to burn the flesh. Oh, my God, you will do something for me. Listen to me. We are at a stage we need the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Would you pray for one minute? Take this matter serious, I beg you. I know how it is to be disobedient to the Spirit of God and the repercussions. And let don't go there. And I know how wonderful it is also to be led by the Spirit of God. Oh, your faculty, you are not anxious. There is nothing, no hard blood pressure, nothing. When you allow Him, don't think that you are not hearing. It's because you are not paying attention. He's speaking. We just have this for only one minute. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need this truth. Establish it in my heart. I have made too many mistakes, but I surrender on this resurrection day. In the name of Jesus, I plead. Help me. Help me. Anxiety gone. Anxiety be gone. In the name of Jesus. Lord, flow. Yes, only one thing, Brother Joe. There is only one name. Ha!
we are standing in your presence as we come to the Holy Communion, Lord. We so desire that an understanding would dawn, oh God. We have been making too many mistakes because we don't listen. But I plead that by the resurrection power that raised you from the tomb who resides in us that this understanding will dawn so we can be patient for his leadership. Let every one of us, oh God, come to this understanding so that we will enjoy our walk with you and be like Christ on the earth. Now I pray for this communion table and I ask that by the contact with it to eat and to drink which is your broken body and of the wine there will be a resurrection inside our spirits for us to walk with you bless us oh God as we come to this table of yours in Jesus name Amen.